Hey everyone and welcome to 30 Extra Lives, the podcast. This is episode number 19. I'm your host, Tom Lynch. Uh, and you heard right. The beginning of the episode was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the next mutation theme song, which can only mean one thing. I have once again watched, watched as I have lost another 20 minutes of my life uh, consuming the seminal Ninja Turtles television show, The Next Mutation, uh, as far as live-action Ninja Turtles shows go, it was the best, because it's the only one. Okay, so we've made it to episode number seven, entitled Silver and Gold. Uh, This one is uh, unfortunately not a callback to Rudolph Renda's reindeer and uh, the guy that throws the ice pick in the air. So it's a good thing I brought up that reference because I remember the character's name so well. Uh, So anyway, let's get into it. Uh, Long episode here. So we start off, uh, Michelangelo is in the sewers trying to get a suntan. Um, He mentions something about getting a sewer raise, uh, which is concerning. Um, but then uh, on the radio, while he's hanging out, he learns of a heat wave, which I assume he knows about because he's suntanning in the sewers. Uh, and then also there's a crime wave happening during the heat wave. So at this point, I get unreasonably excited for this episode because anyone that's seen the original Ninja Turtles movie knows that that's how that movie starts. There's a heat wave, there's a crime wave, so many waves going on, and that's and that movie's really good, and this just made me really want to watch that movie. But I didn't. Instead, I continued to watch this. Uh, so uh, a couple 4x4s drive by, and they kind of knock Mike out of his suntan chair, again, in the sewers, and... Then suddenly you hear a crash and like it does like the cartoon wobble with the camera like around the corner. It doesn't actually show the crash. It shows a wall and that does the camera wobble. And then he runs over to check it out and there's just a four by four on its side. It doesn't even look like it's a corner. It's just it's just on its anyhow. The cops show up because, you know, cops chased four by fours on foot through the sewer and uh, they come across the the 4x4 and they're like, hey, check underneath it. There's no one here. I wonder where they went. Uh, Mike, meanwhile, is literally right behind the cop, like, giggling in the shadows. I don't quite know what's so funny about it, but he he finds it hysterical that some cops are here checking out a 4x4. Then, uh... Then a giant monkey in a big yellow suit appears behind monkey uh, behind monkey behind Mikey from other shadows because there are a lot of shadows in the sewers because of all the sun because of the suntan and the monkey says, "Hey yo, I'm a gangster monkey in a giant yellow suit, so here's the deal. Don't tell anyone about me or I'll." you know, cut you or whatever the Saturday morning equivalent is of cut you. So Mikey runs home 
and goes like, hey guys, 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 this is, you won't believe what happened. There's a giant monkey and there's these guys in this 4x4 and Don just goes, hey, there's this crime wave happening, right? I wonder if they're using the sewers, but they just, everyone ignores Don, everyone. No one even acknowledges that he, uh, he said anything. So, so then they, you know, they argue amongst themselves for a bit, kind of nothing gets accomplished. And then we cut back to... Uh, the monkey, who I, we learn way later in the episode is named Silver, which explains the title of the episode, Silver and Gold. Uh, he's a silver-backed gorilla. He's like the last of his kind. There's no explanation about to how he gets to talk or wear a suit um, or any of that stuff. He just, uh, he's just kind of, he's just there. Uh, so yeah, so it turns out that his gang is a bunch of, uh, gangsters dressed like it's the fifties, like kind of like Dick Tracy level gangsters, but they're all wearing like different, super brightly colored suits. And he, there's about five of them. So it's a gang of six total. Uh, and they, they're just, they're there. Uh, but they've already stolen $26 million. And how do they know that? They have an LED board set up in their hideout to tell them exactly how much money they've stolen. Uh, but it's a scrolling LED board. So once the $26 million goes away, like other random text starts showing up, so the camera cuts really fast, it seems like they could have spent a little more time on putting that together. And that's actually a, a theme of this episode. This one seemed, this one seemed rushed. It's not like the other ones were, you know, long, you know, glorious pieces of work uh but this one is uh all right let's just i'll get into it so uh don has his calculations and if his calculations are correct uh which is a line he says i think about three times in this episode uh he's picked either one of the two banks coming up that he decided is one of these two is where the uh is where the robberies are going to take place so uh, Raph says we should do something about it. You know, we we know where they're gonna be. And Leo says just straight up. And I know I know that they were made by the same company, and they ended up having a crossover and all this stuff. But it was still shocking to hear. Leo says we are not the Power Rangers. We are Ninja, which is I did not expect a Power Rangers reference uh, at all. But I guess there this version of the Turtles exists in the universe where the Power Rangers exist, and that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. So, Leo and Rife have... Leo and Rife. I am speaking good. Good, good talk, Tom. Good talk, Tom is talking to you today. Good talk, Tom. Good talk, Tom. Leo and Raph fight for the... What I'm going to guess is seventh episode in a row. Uh, And Splinter says, hey, yo. Everyone doesn't really say, hey, yo. I guess I've been watching a lot of... 90s wrestling and uh, thinking a lot about Razor Ramon but that's neither here nor there uh, <laughs> Splinter <laughs> tells him like hey this stuff's happening we should go to the bank and so that's kind of the end of it like it's like Raph doesn't even take the time to go like ha screw you Leo I was right uh, hashtag suck it you know none of that happens uh, so they just they you know they have their montage to get in the uh, Humvee and the motorbike and they go to the bank and so mike leo uh venus and raf go to the bank and they pair up in those bunches it's mike and leo and venus and raf 
I think the actress for Venus couldn't really make this episode because she has all of four lines and is barely there. Uh, and the, the since she's not the focal point and like she didn't pull out some weird voodoo by the end of the episode, and I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but I I have a feeling that like they just couldn't. She was too busy. She was sick. She had another gig going on. So they just a lot of this episode just feels bad. Just bad. Like like wor- worse than normal. And I oh, it's only seven episodes. Only okay. Stay on stay on target, Tom. All right. So they're uh, they're at the bank and they're scoping it out. Mike sees what looks like a gangster walking across the street. He goes, "Aha! I'm going to go get him." So, in the scene of the episode, here it is. Your scene of the episode. Mike runs up and grabs him and says, "You you're a bad guy." Some to those effects. And the guy turns around. And he's got black glasses because it turns out, oh no, he's blind. He's a, Mike just attacked a blind guy. Uh, and then cops show up literally immediately uh the 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 you know their sirens go off the cops get out uh and the lady cop and a man cop and they both point their guns at mike because that's what you do as a cop you point your guns at people and uh and they say let that guy go and what are you because they don't they're willing to accept that that's not a mask on him and just assume he's a monster but i guess maybe monsters i don't know if monsters are running around in the public in this world it's i guess if the power rangers exists they've seen crazier shit than a, a ninja turtle right yeah right i mean lord zed like throws his staff into the ground a billion times and and makes these monsters turn stories tall and they like destroy half of angel grove every week like they know what's going on it's i mean it's the other end of the country but that stuff gets to the news like come on people watch abc you're not you can't tell me abc's not covering goldar you know crushing downtown angel grove like that ain't i mean someone's got to cover (sighs) i anyway but here's where it gets good. Mike apologizes and runs away. Oh, wait. Also, Leo jumps into the car and puts it in neutral and shoves the car down a a, a hill. So the cops have to go chase it, uh, which seems like a very dangerous thing to do to just shove a car down a hill in the middle of New York City. Uh, not cool, Leo. There, you know, people walk down those streets. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Mike, you know, apologizes to the blind man, runs away. But guess what? Twist! He wasn't a blind man. He was the gangster, which is probably the best twist this show has and will ever pull off. Because uh, you generally, like, you know, they set it up like a goofy, like, oh, he got the wrong guy. And then, whoops, he's blind. So uh, it was good. It was actually a pretty good bit. So um, I'm going to be a little honest here. I kind of zoned out a teeny bit for a minute or two uh and again these are only 20 minute episodes so zoning out for a minute like you might miss a lot you might miss nothing uh in this case i feel like i missed nothing but uh i looked down and looked back up and they were vacuuming money out from a sewer grate um apparently this bank kept all their cash in a sewer i don't know i don't know why but anyway, they're vacuuming up a ton of money, uh, a ton of cash, uh, and then boom, fight scene. Uh, 
and they're fighting and there's just a bunch of cartoon sound effects like it sounds like a looney tunes episode essentially uh not many puns uh, a couple of them but uh then the ninja turtles win and the gangsters get away because that's how this show works this is the first fight they have the ninja turtles kind of win kind of lose the gangsters get away the bad guys get away i should say they're not all gangsters and then uh and then there's another plan hatched and so Donnie, once again, uses his famous catchphrase, if my calculations are correct. And then it cuts to Silver, who is explaining we're going to break into New York's Fort Knox, which is not really Fort Knox, but it's a place where they're holding a ton of gold before the new Fort Knox is finished building. And it's just in a warehouse in the middle of New York, because where else would it be? So the Turtles decide, uh, well, first of all, and again, I might have missed something here, but they say that if they break into this this uh, gold reserve, that they will come right through the turtles' lair. But for some reason, they decide if they go and break into the gold reserve first, that stops Silver and his gang from going through their lair. But if they have to go through the lair to get to the gold reserves, why does the turtles being there first stop them? It's, it just doesn't... I don't know, it doesn't make sense. It's just... So the Turtles decide they're going to break in before Silver and then be like, ah, we're going to break in and surprise them? I don't think they're... They didn't really have a plan beyond beyond that. Uh, so they have a jammer. Or I should say Donnie has a jammer to jam all the, uh, you know, security devices. They open the roof thing and they send venus down on a rope to try and do a mission impossible thing except she kind of just sits like a log and spins around for like straight up a minute and then mike is eating like a pizza or something and drops cheese and at the last second the jammer finally kicks on and turns off the motion sensors but venus was already down at the bottom spinning around so if there were motion sensors they would have caught her but then also why did you have her go in before you had all of the security systems off it's like she didn't need to be down. I don't. Oh, this is a bad. This, this is a bad one. Uh, like I was saying, it's, it just seems. It just seems. Okay. So, uh, so they're down there. They're in. They're hiding. They're waiting for the gangsters to show up. And the gangsters show up. Surprise. Uh, and they go with the drill to drill into the, um, the safe to get the gold. And so Silver sets up a drill with a uh, a diamond on it. And it's you know, a big fake drill. They don't even bother to spin the fake drill in the shot. Like, they, like all it has to it's just a tiny, like, even have a guy sitting there with a crank just to turn it. Like, someone can do this, right? Like, they have professionals working on this show. But it doesn't spin, so what they do is they just have... There's three henchmen holding this drill, and they just shake in place to make it look like it's drilling, but you can clearly see the drill not spinning in the shot. <sighs> it's... Like, I, I, why make it a drill then? Why do that? Why not have it be a laser and just make it a laser pointer or something? Like, why even bother pretending that the... Like, just do it. Just put a little bit of, like, have some pride in your work, guys. Uh, so, anyway, um, they drill through. Uh, the, the silver blows 
a little bit of air into the safe, which somehow blows a bunch of the, uh, the bolts in the door out and one of them hits Venus in the head or something and she falls over so they capture her and uh and that's where you get your uh get your hands off me you I think she just says filthy ape or something you know it's you're not gonna say a damn dirty ape on your Saturday morning cartoon shows the same way you're not gonna say suck it Leonardo uh okay oh what happened next oh okay so they fight again with more cartoon sound effects and a lot of just kind of standing around and no one really fights or anything. Um, it's kind of like a lot of the fights in the third Ninja Turtles movie where they just like kind of spin in place and then they win. Uh, except they, oh yeah, the turtles do win. Yep. That, those are my notes. Uh, so silver goes like, aha, but check this out and just pulls a giant bomb out of his ass it's like 10 sticks of dynamite and and he's got a timer on it already and it's already taken down from two minutes. And so he throws it in the, uh, in the vault and then throws Venus in the vault and then goes, aha, you have two minutes. The cops will be here in three. Either you can chase me or you can save your little, oh, what did he say? Ah, he actually used a, mm, some, some the little girl turtle thing, but that's not, that's not what he said. He actually used kind of a good pun and, now I lost it. But anyway, lucky for us, lucky for Venus, lucky for everyone involved, Donatello has been working on a high-speed combination decoder that he happens to have in his back pocket. So he puts it on the on the vault to start spinning through combinations and says, I'll take care of this. You three go after Silver. So, uh, you know, Leo, Raph, and Mike run to try and chase Silver, but then they lose him somehow i guess they get in a car and drive off and whatever uh and then the bomb goes off and the bomb just goes off and you know right before it we see a little cut of donnie saying like you know we need 20 minutes for it to get through all the combinations and we have 40 seconds on the bomb and the bomb goes off and the other three turtles start crying and then oh what a surprise don and venus survived they waited for the bomb to explode to completely blow up the factory and then walked down the ladder that went into the sewers under the factory because that's how surviving a bomb works uh and then they go home and they're like how did you how'd you do it don what ha- we were out of time and don's like well i'm so smart but also i put in my birthday and that was the combination and uh so they basically almost died because don just guessed at something but his calculations were correct uh, and then we have Silver, uh, back at the hideout, um, being angry and vowing vengeance upon the turtles, except for the part where they already stole $26 million. Like, they're kind of, he's kind of good to go. Like, $26 million in 90s money? Like, I would, $26 million now is great, but like, holy cow, you subtract 20 years and of inflation, and like, they're... Like, he's good. He doesn't, he just, like, that's, you don't need to demand revenge for, <sighs> So, how is it only episode seven, you guys? Like, it's been, okay, okay. So, here's how you know I have, like, Stockholm Syndrome. Right before I sat down to start watching the episode, I was actually, like, kind of excited. I was like, oh, I haven't watched this in over a month, you know? It's Scary Time Tober break. Like, let's get back into it. Like, maybe I'll have fun. Oh, it's a, it's a long, 
Uh, there's so much more to go. Oh, there's so much more to go. I didn't even I didn't even drink during this one. I had a long I had a long drinking weekend. I needed to take a break, but I'm gonna have to revise that. I'm gonna have to revise that policy because uh, these are that was bad. That was bad. Uh, so yeah, um, you know the. It just it, it really like this episode really felt more than anything else uh that they that that they were under under tremendous time pressure and just had to get an episode out like had to write something get it done like who knows you know i i think finding information about this show and its production or is is pretty hard these days like you know that was it, it was a kid's show twenty some years ago it's not like you're gonna get the tell all book from it um but hey who knows maybe something will come someday but what we do know is that the final product is not a great thing so uh come back in two weeks for another episode of ninja turtles the next mutation uh maybe anything better happens next next time god i hope uh but yeah come back next week on tuesday for another episode of third extra lives the podcast I uh, will have some new topic to talk about. Uh, and then, as always, you know, hit the website, thirdextralives.com, for web comics every Monday and Friday. Uh, at the cat who always dies.com, uh, for our sister site, web comic, every Wednesday. And make sure if you didn't see our Scary Time Tober episodes, uh, check that out at youtube.com slash Thomas A. Lynch. Uh, we've got a whole playlist for you for 2017 and it even goes back to I think 2013 was the first year I did it uh, and we've got a ton just a ton of episodes there uh, I was a lot more ambitious the first year or two of doing it but I also did way less editing so maybe I'm more ambitious now but there's only one way for you to find out and that is to go watch uh, follow us on Twitter at tlinch117 and at 30xlives I, uh, I will get that feed up and running uh, on Instagram at Third Extra Lives and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Third Extra Lives. Uh, every like and follow and all that stuff really does uh, help me out, help us out. I say us a lot, but it's just, it's just me. It's just me doing this. Uh, but it helps It helps a ton, and uh, I super appreciate it. Uh, yeah, oh, hey, holidays are coming up. If you're looking for a gift... Artist editions of the Third Extra Lives and the Cat Always Dies books are available. And uh, I think a sale might be starting soon, right around the time you hear this. So uh, go ahead and check out thirdextralives.com and click the shop button. Uh, I think you can actually go to thirdextralives.com slash store and that'll bring you to it. There's also a link on the Facebook page. You can find it. I have faith in you. Uh, But yeah, that is going to do it for us this week. A bit of a long episode, but... That was a lot to go through. Silver the gorilla, silver the gorilla, silver the silver-backed gangster gorilla from the 1940s. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I super appreciate it. Uh, come back next week, and we'll see you then. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I've been Tom Lynch for Third Extra Lives, the podcast, and you've been awesome.